It's not always the big things that change the world. It's the small acts of kindness that happen repeatedly over a lifetime that make the world a better place. So every week we share a story of someone like you who is doing good in the world in their own way. Welcome to Doing Good with Carmen Herbert. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Doing Good. I'm your host, Carmen Herbert, and today I am so excited to have on the podcast, Sarah Jane Jennings from Dining In Prep on Instagram. If you do not know who I'm talking about, you are missing out. She has some of the very, very best recipes. And I'm not kidding when I say the very best granola I've ever had. I found her about a year or so ago. My sister ordered some granola from her and got me hooked on it. And I'm not joking when I say I eat it almost every morning for breakfast with fresh kefir that I make every day and blueberries and it's the very best thing. So Sarah Jane, thank you so much for coming on Doing Good today. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Um, like when my mom passed away and I was kind of helping just be there for my dad, taking care of my dad, cooking and stuff for him. I think that's when my passion for healthy cooking like really blossomed. So I did that. I was there. I lived there with him for a year after my mom passed away. And then he got remarried and I moved up to Provo with my sister to go to school and to work. And so, and then from that point on, I just, I just always loved cooking and creating. I've never been, it's funny because I develop recipes and yeah. recipes often, but I am not a huge recipe follower. Like I can look at a recipe and be like, yeah, okay, okay, I'm going to do this and change this and do this and turn it into something completely different. And that's what I love doing. It's really hard for me actually to follow a recipe. I just, and other people I know are like, if I can't make anything unless I have a recipe, it has to be exact or else I can't do it, which I don't get. That's just not how I cook. That's not how I yeah. Cook. And so I actually, I got into this whole thing. It actually started back in, I think my babies were, maybe one. And I started a meal prep business. We lived in New Mexico at the time. And I had several friends there that knew that I like to eat healthy and cook healthy. And I would, that's kind of when I got into Instagram and were posting photos of what they're eating and stuff. And I kind of did. I actually had a block for like a year. And then I have two sets of twins and all my kids were babies at the same time. I, they're two years apart. So when my babies were born, I had two toddlers and I just didn't have a ton of time but at the same time it was kind of like a fun creative outlet for me yeah I eventually just couldn't even keep up with it anymore because I just had too much going on but I had several friends that were like hey could you make extra of this and you know I'll pay you for it I'll yeah you should start a blog you should start doing this anyway it eventually turned into I made mason jar salads for like three years for people and all around the town. We lived in this, these tiny towns in New Mexico and there was one grocery store. Albuquer I would drive to Albuquerque every week. It was two hours away to go to Costco and like Trader Joe's and stuff because- Oh my gosh. So I'd go and I'd stock up. I even bought us an extra fridge just so I could like make a huge haul of food and wouldn't have to travel quite so often to go get groceries. But I did mason jar salads for several years for people. I shouldn't say several. Like, I think that was about three years. And then it turned into, I kind of got tired of just doing salads. And people started wanting more like, hey, do you do anything for breakfast? Or do you do any dinners or anything like that? And so then I started doing meals. And then oh. I macros and stuff. And then people started getting really into macros. And so yes. 
it kind of just blossomed into this meal prep business. And I would do meals and salads and I would do a, like one or two breakfasts a week. And I had people just do weekly orders and they would either come pick it up or I would deliver it. And in 2018, we moved to South Jordan, Utah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can get it going up here. I didn't know anyone really in Northern Utah at all to even, yeah. you know, it would took a lot on my part to kind of advertise myself. Yes. And I, I was like, I don't know, is this worth it? Do people even care about this? Cause there's so much up here. They have, you know, we were used to living in a town where there were no good. We, in fact, my husband and I didn't go out to eat for like three years straight because there were no restaurants. I didn't dare eat at any of the restaurants there. My husband got salmonella from a restaurant there when he did go out one time oh. with a couple of his coworkers. No. So we just kind of stayed away from restaurants. And yeah. anyway, when we moved to South Jordan, I was like, I don't know if anyone's even going to want, want any of this because there's so many options here for different things. And I started doing my meal prep thing. And before I knew it, I had, I was like turning business down. I was doing meal prep. So we lived in South Jordan. We were doing, I was doing meal prep for people up in Farmington and like I had people coming in from Kearns all the way down to Mapleton and I would have different drop-off spots. I stayed so busy. At that time, my kids were all, well, my little ones were just barely starting kindergarten, but my other two were in school. So it made it possible that I could, that, you know, I had a little bit of time during the day. Yeah. Now I homeschool all four of our kids and doing meal prep is just, I can't do that. But going back to the granola, there was one week I made granola and some of my customers were like, hey, that was really good. Can, are you going to do that again next week? And I was like, oh, sure, I can do it. And then suddenly people were like, hey, I want to give some to my mom for a birthday or to, for Mother's Day, or I want to do this as stocking stuffers. Can you make some? And it just kind of really quickly actually grew and has turned into, I totally dropped meal prep when we moved to St. George because I couldn't do both things and yeah. be a mom and stay sane. It was just, no. it was just too much. It's incredible. But that granola, your granola is, I'm not kidding. I make homemade granola. My mom's made granola. I'm kind of a granola snob, like can't be too dry. It can't be too chunky, but it can't be too loose. Like I'm it can't be too sweet, but it can't be bland. I don't like raisins in it. I mean, I have so many different. I'm like weird about granola. Your granola is the best I've ever had. I'm not kidding. Like oh. when I'm out, I'm like, oh, no, I have to hurry and message you on Instagram to get your granola. I ate it this morning. I have kefir. And so I make my own kefir. So I put it on kefir yeah. and blueberries every morning. It's my breakfast every morning. I love it. You know what? And it's so funny because. I've always liked granola. I did not realize like the level of granola lovers there are oh. like people that are obsessed with it and are really, I don't like the size of flakes. Of, yes. Okay. This is me. I like one like, taste too much like honey. And this one's, yep, I am. Yep. I'm yeah. weird about my granola. So it's, it's been funny because I didn't know that whole world existed. And I, I have people message me all the time that, in fact, I had this one cute lady message me the other day. She's so sweet. She got COVID like a year ago. Oh, her taste and smell has been completely altered and it will never, it's like they, she's one of the, I can't remember. She told me how many, like there's like a thousand people in the country, I guess, that have what she has. Like certain things, like there's not, there are not very many foods she can eat that she can actually taste or anything she does eat tastes like something awful. <laughs> 
still. Yes. And she said, your granola is one of the things I can, can actually taste and love. And I was like, honey, you message me anytime you need some. I will put you at the top of the list and get you some. She was so sweet. She's like, I look forward to it. I love it. I'm so grateful for it. <gasps> I have the sweetest messages all the time for people. And I wish I had more time to get on and on Instagram. And there are some really great people. And that's one of the things, honestly, aside from producing something that people have seemed to really like, which yes. I'm so grateful for. I seriously, there's so many these people. I'm like, I feel like I'm like best friends with them and I've never met them before, but we just have our, and it, that is one thing. I think there's a lot of stuff on Instagram that is not worthy of our time. I think there's a lot of trash. Yes. And there, I also think there are so many good people and there's, there are honestly a lot of good friendships that like so many, so many people that message me that I feel like, I feel like I know them. They yeah. sorts of things and we get chatting about life and you know, usually it's like 11 o'clock at night when I probably should be asleep, but you know, it's fun to connect with people and all over the country. And aside from making granola, it's brought some really great friendships and great people into my life. And so it's been, it's been a really fun experience. It's been really fun. So I never dreamed that it would turn into what it has. We're actually, we're currently, we're looking for a manufacturer because it just, I can't even do it in that little commercial kitchen anymore. It, so you're looking for a manufacturer. So does that mean, will you sell it? Are you still just going to sell it from your Instagram page or would you go big scale? We are rebranding. So it'll have a new name and new packaging. Yeah, it'll be made in a new facility. We're hoping to get someone that can make it and ship it all in one thing. So we don't have to make it in one location, send it somewhere and then package up and ship it because that sounds awful. One of the things I love about how we do it right now is the day that it's made, it's packaged and it's shipped. Like yep. there's no other product. I don't, not that I know of that you can get it. Like, no, it's like basically fresh down the oven. The second that right. it's full enough to package up, it's packaged and shipped off. So you are getting like the freshest product possible. I also don't want to use anything to preserve. I use like zero preservatives and I don't want to compromise the quality. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're being really picky about where it's manufactured and so that we can still ensure that it's a high quality product, that you're still getting it fresh. I'm funny. I think it's like a mental thing that I have, but I don't like the thought of food sitting around like is something sitting in the fridge for too long, even though you can let it sit in there for five days and it's still good to eat. I'm like, I mentally, I, I think that something's like really fresh. And I feel that same way about the granola. I like, I really like that it's made fresh and shipped. Yes. A product that was made. I mean, I wish I could get it to everyone like next day shipping. That's not possible to do, but, or it would be super expensive. It wouldn't be, you know, well to do that. I just want to keep it a really fresh product, a really good product. And I think that that's also, I've, I've had so many people message me too that have sensitivities to certain things like, oh, do you, to serve preservatives, you know? Yeah. And that's becoming a lot more of a common thing for people to develop sensitivities to stuff that I don't get worry about several years ago when before, you know, that was the preservatives were big, but I, I want to keep it a really good pure product. And so we're just being really picky about where it's manufactured and the time that it spends in the warehouse, just not warehouse, but the facility. Yeah. When it's packaged and shipped. So, well, I can't wait for more people to get it and try it because I'm not kidding. My sister is the one that introduced me to it. And then she gave some to my mom 
And then my mom gave some to my little sister and all of us were just obsessed with it. I just think that this is the whole purpose of doing good of this podcast is people that are taking talents and passions and things that they love and get excited about and sharing it with their friends and family in the community to make the world a better place. And I know it may sound cheesy, like, okay, well, granola is changing lives. But I have such a connection. Food is my love language, like baking for my boys. I have four Mm -hmm. boys and baking for them, making them breakfast in the morning. If we have a crazy morning and I say, it's cereal today, guys, their world falls apart. If it's not a homemade pancakes, oatmeal and toast, they like, you're not going to make me something like you don't love me. You know, I'm like, I'm sick in bed or we're late and we have dentist appointments. Like you have to grab. I know it's and every day they get as soon as they get home from school. The first question they ask me is what's for dinner? Yeah. What, what can I look forward to? And it's like this comfort thing. So honestly, like you with your food and the granola and now like it's a part of my daily routine and look forward to. And it's funny that we've never met. I mean, besides messaging and now <laughs> talking to each other on the podcast that we have like this connection that you are a part of my life and have changed it for the good through oh, coming up it. with this granola recipe. I love it. And you know what? Something else too, not having my mom around anymore. I think of how many memories I built with her in the kitchen. Like some of my most favorite memories with her were things that we did at Christmas time in the kitchen. I remember making, we made crackers, homemade rosemary crackers one. Uh, oh. But like funny though, like who makes crackers? It's really fun to make them, but you know, you're like, oh, that's one of those things. I'm just going to buy it. We used rosemary from our garden and we freshly gr- ground the wheat. And the memories that come, I think the memories that you associate with foods, I think are so, at least for me, they're really, I, I, my husband's like, my husband will eat whatever I put in front of him. Yeah. So, you know, food's <laughs> not. but with my kids and having them home, we make a fun breakfast every morning. Like my kids are not we don't dislike cold cereal, but we just don't really do cold cereal ever. It's a it's a dessert in our family. Like yeah. it's a dessert if you're hungry before bed. It's mm-hmm. not a breakfast food. Yeah. 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 And not that there's anything wrong with that if that's a no. breakfast. It's just that's one of our things. And I can do that because I've got we're not rushing off to school. Yes. Our mornings are busy, but they're busy being together and right. doing that. So and they love helping me, especially my daughter. My daughter's really getting she's seven and she's loves we got her some got her really beautiful bun cake pan from William Sonoma for Christmas. Oh. We made this beautiful it looked like an ice castle oh. bun cake that we made. And it's like I want my kids to grow up with memories of being in the kitchen with me and making fun things and getting excited about what we're making for dinner or a special treat that we're making. Like we're always making fun desserts. I'm which is funny because I'm really not a dessert person at all. I'm a big like savory food. Like I'd rather have a really nice dinner than a really nice dessert. But oh, yeah. It's my kids love it all, but they really think it's fun when we make a dessert together. But I think it's those memories that it creates too that and the honestly, as cheesy as it may sound, the love that goes into what you're making. And 100%. I love that this granola has helped someone eat healthier or have a healthier snack or it's like something they look forward to. Like it is my treat that I have when my kids go to bed and I get to sit down and relax with it. I'm going to be honest. When my kids go to bed, I am like, oh, I love my kids, but I'm so excited to have a treat to myself. Totally. With my husband and visit or watch a show together. And it is like something you look forward to all day. You know, Yes. I love what's going on during the day, but at nighttime, it feels so good to have something you're so excited about eating and 
you appreciate it. And it means so much because it is just, it is associated with, you know, a, a part of your life and you look forward to something. Yes. Well, so. and it's a calm meal. You don't have someone yeah. bugging you while you're eating and you're trying to eat really fast or yeah. your food's cold because someone else spilled their milk and they need to get something else. It's like, I'm going to eat and sit and no one's going to talk to me and I'm going to just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every mom would say that, I think. Like, we all are so grateful to be moms for 10 hours a day. Yeah. And then, or 12, sometimes more. And then, you know, like seven to seven, seven to eight. And then I'm like, okay, now it's my time. Yeah. Enjoy something. So you said you love savory. What is one of your favorite meals that you like to make? Oh, my word. Okay. So I know this is going to sound, but I've lately, I've loved eating. Uh, you'll see on my Instagram, I do tons of rice bowls. I love rice bowls. So last night I did something that even might be my, one of my new favorite things ever. I had made a soup from some coconut lentils that I made to, to share a recipe. Well, I made a double batch and I froze some in a container. And last night I got them out and I was like, oh, it was one where we had kids in all different directions and yes, gifts. And so I was like, I'm just going to make some soup that way easy. Everyone can fit up. Well, I had one last tuna steak in my freezer. So I got my tuna out and I seared myself a tuna steak and I had some rice in the fridge and I made this soup. It was like a coconut lentil Thai flavored thing. I had my rice, my grilled steak, tuna steak, sliced it, put some veggie, some spaghetti squash and a bunch of greens on it. And then I poured this soup over it like a sauce because it was so creamy. I'm not joking. I'm going to make that now. Like I'm going to make that soup purposely so I can use it for myself. Oh. So good. So I'm going to need to share that recipe because it was so good. But oh my word, I love rice bowls. I love wrapping things up in tortillas. My favorite thing is to have a rice bowl and a tortilla on the side. And I rip off little pieces of my tortilla and stuff it with all the goodies in my rice bowl. One of my favorite meals of all time though, that we made every single Christmas Eve growing up was chili verde. My dad years and years ago became really good friends with this family who made this authentic chili verde. And it's like quite the process. Like he would, we would start it a day and a half <gasps> or we were going to eat it because it simmered on the stove at Alum. I have made a much simpler version of it because that's what I have time to make now. And it still is pretty much every bit as delicious. That, we always make that around Christmas time now. And I'll make it a couple of times throughout the year. Yeah. I don't make it too often because I feel like one of the things that is special about it is that we don't have it that yes. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving dinner. But if yes. I'm like all throughout the year, it wouldn't be super special. Nope. Just be like another dinner, right? Yes. Yes. But I love chili verde. And everyone in my family, my brother, both my brothers and their family make it. My sister makes it. My dad still makes it. And just he and his little wife, they'll make like a ginormous pot of it and then they'll eat it. And that's what we did. We, we eat it for like the next four or five days. Or oh, three. my goodness. And I would, at one point before I was married and had kids, I'd make homemade tortillas and we always do homemade refried beans with it. And my dad always did sh shredded pork in it. Now I like to grill chicken and have it on the side so I can add as much chicken to it as I want. Yeah. But that's a meal that's like really special that I really love eating. I also really, really love Thanksgiving dinner. I love making my mom's homemade stuffing every year. And... My family does not love mashed potatoes, but they love cauliflower mash. Oh, but yum. Flour mash instead. And I love dipping my rolls in that. The great, I know this is probably way more than you ever wanted. No, I love hearing about it. <laughs> but I 
do not love anything fried. I don't like anything fried. I never have. So I'm not like a big fried food person at all. Yeah. And I don't like anything that's super rich or super heavy. I love light and fresh, lots of vegetables. I love fruit. I love lean grilled meats. We'll have red meat every once in a while, maybe not more than once a week. Oh, okay. But I love fish. I've never had a vegetable that I have not liked. I've, but I've not had every single vegetable. I've never had okra and I've heard horror stories about that. It can either be super good or like slimy and disgusting. No, no, I don't think I've ever had okra. So you like, do you like beets? I know that's. I love beets. (laughs) None of my family likes them though. So I make this red velvet smoothie. I call it red velvet smoothie because you know, like red velvet. Yes. But it's actually got beets and raw cashews in it and avocado. And I put chocolate protein powder in it and some cocoa powder in it and a little bit of almond extract. Yum. Family loves, like they tell me they hate it. And every time I'm like, this is so. Do you have the recipe for that? I've been meaning to post it for like three weeks, but I'll get that up. But it is so good. I know if I told you guys what I put in our smoothies, I put so many things in our smoothies. Oh, I I do. We do Popeye's ice cream. I'm sure you've done that, which is spinach, ice, a banana, a scoop of vanilla protein powder and almond extract. And and it's ice cream and they have it like it's like a Sunday summer thing. And it's same thing. I only do it in the summer and I only do it on Sundays. And same thing. I'm like, you're just eating spinach, basically, like and a banana. And sometimes I'll do an avocado in there, too. And it's so good. But the almond extract, that's what makes it. That's so good. Do you want to hear what smoothie I made for my family today? I know yes. They can't hear me. <laughs> I know. Don't tell them. Then they won't eat it. No, they know they eat weird things. But they're like, <laughs> up here. So I have been really into, please don't turn your ears off when you hear me say this, desiccated liver because it's got tons of really good things in it. So I will get however many people I'm making it for, which is usually my four kids. When my husband's home at five, I make five of this. And this is, we do a smoothie every day at lunchtime. It has a bunch of stuff in it. Well, today it was, it was, I know this sounds awful, you guys. It was so good. Fresh ginger, celery, spinach, desiccated liver, collagen, protein, banana, ice, and a scoop of peanut butter. And it was so good. You would never know there was. Did you taste the liver? No, not at all. No. And I just put one capsule in. I get it from the perfect supplements. It's Laura lives a good life. I love her. I love everything that she has on Instagram. I think she's darling. I hope to meet her one day. (laughs) She's like this wealth of knowledge. And so many things about her remind me of my mom. And I mean that in like my mom was so knowledgeable about. Yes. But no, you can't. You cannot taste it at all. I mean, I just put one capsule in per person. Yeah. The serving size is like four capsules per, per per person. I'm like, well, then we're blowing through a bottle of it in like two days. You open up the capsule or do you blend it? Nope. I just put, put it all in. I have a Vitamix. Blends it all up. It's great. Sometimes we do. Yesterday we did frozen pineapple and spinach and avocado and cashews. I always include some kind of fat, whether it's yeah. or nuts or hemp seeds or something like that in the smoothie or nut butter. And then my family, we're like, obsessed with ginger everyone in my family is so I put ginger in tons of things I make fresh juice at least once a week and we oh, do a big granite with orange and pineapple and carrots and apple and celery and my kids love ginger my husband loves it so we're well, it's so good for you and it's such a good clarifying like it, it's so good for your body especially 
you know, if you're sick or something, have you ever made your homemade ginger ale, like with club soda? And I have. And- no, I need to, though. My family would love that. Oh, I bet they would love that. The more so something is, the more they love it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that is, I, all these recipes, I'm excited to try some, especially that red velvet one. That sounds, because beets, I, I like beets sometimes. It depends on how they're presented, like in a salad or if it's like, if they're cooked, like it depends on how they're presented, but it just kind of tastes like eating dirt to me. Have you had golden beets? No. Okay. You need to try golden beets. They're a lot more mild. They're not as early. Oh, okay. Try golden beets. And if you buy them fresh at the store, save the beet greens, wash them off and freeze them, put them in smoothies, or my family loves them. I will treat it like kale. Like I'll throw it in pasta. Oh, I'll take yeah. butter and garlic and then put pasta and toss it. My family loves it. Like my sister gave us a ton. Oh my word. Like pounds of beets last year from her garden and I saved all the beet greens and I used some for smoothies and then I sauteed the rest with like some lemon juice and garlic and a little bit of butter and we tossed pasta with it my family loved it that sounds amazing that's one thing with me I love food so much we don't waste anything like I don't remember the last time I was like oh shoot I didn't get to this in time I didn't use it if I'm not going to use it which doesn't really ever happen. I throw it into a smoothie. I put it in the freezer and throw it in a smoothie or we'll just roast up a bunch of stuff or I'll toss it in with some pasta. But it drives me nuts when I see people throw food away. Like when I've had my friend's kids over to eat before, I'm like, I'm not going to give them as much as this because I know they're not going to eat this because I'm going to watch it get thrown away. They don't want to watch it get wasted. I know. If any to them, it's like, well, how come I didn't get any? So I went, I am always telling my boys, like, you can always get more. You can always get more. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Start with a little. You can always get more. And they don't. They get a ton and then they toss it. It's it's just what it is. Well, Sarah, I have had so much fun talking with you about your food journey and memories that you've made with food and the sweet story about your mom and stepping in and being that cook for your family. And I'm just so excited that I got to connect with you on Instagram through ordering your granola. Yes. yes. I'm so glad. I am so glad too. This was, this was fun. I know. It fun. To share my love of food with. Yes. Well, and, and I feel like we could talk about recipes forever. So tell everyone where to go if they want to order some of this amazing granola right now and where to find some of your awesome recipes and okay. follow you online. Right now I do everything through Instagram. I don't have a website yet. That is coming. That's in the works. On Instagram, I'm dining in preps, D I N I N G I N P R E P. And you can just message me. Okay. And even if I don't get to you for a couple of days, because I have people messaging me all the time, I promise we will get to you and we'll get your order and we'll get you some granola. And then I just share all my recipes on that. You can also search hashtag dining in prep recipes and all of my recipes are on there. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us and your love and passion for food and for all the good you are doing with it. Thank you. So fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Doing Good with Carmen Herbert. If you'd like to hear more from Carmen and get brand new full-length talks that you can't get anywhere else from some of your favorite speakers like John By The Way, Meg Johnson, and Hank Smith, you can exclusively inside Our Turtle House. Just go to OurTurtleHouse.com to get started. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you back here for another episode next week.